I'm Craig Fisher, and this is Inside Talent, where we take you into the minds behind the scenes and show you some of the coolest tools and best practices of some of the coolest people in the talent industry. And we are live. It's Craig Fisher. I'm here with Jim Schneider. Jim, how is it going? Everything is good. I am uh, safely locked in my house and practicing social distancing. So, you know, trying to be as safe as I can, right? So how about like everybody else? How are you, man? Man, I'm great. Uh, so also safely locked in my house. Uh, I've, you know, I've been one of the people that even though Texas has sort of uh, been out of complete lockdown for several weeks and kind of started to open back up, I've been one of the people that still wears a mask most of the places I go. Uh, you know, we have some outdoor get togethers with uh, neighbors uh, and family, but sure. you know we stay pretty uh, safely far apart. Um, but we've gone out to a couple of restaurants in the last few weeks, and apparently that's going to change starting today. Yeah, no uh, kidding. Yeah, and we're back in uh, mask mode everywhere you go in yeah. Texas. So so true. Yeah, yeah, I mean for me about the same thing, man. The only time that I I go out is to get a haircut. So I mean I'm in need of another one right now. So mm -hmm. uh, heading out today to get that. But but yeah. But how's everything else been? Uh, good. So, um, you know, we had a uh, we had a live outdoor graduation for my oldest son, yeah. um, which was interesting. And they had uh, tape. You had assigned seats. And so you were kind of scheduled and scattered apart. Oh, and my. it was amazing seeing, you know, I don't know how many they graduated, 600 or something at uh, Southlake and Dragon Stadium. See these kids all spread out six feet apart all across the stadium. Wow. Um, but they got to have a they got to have a graduation, which was really cool because we didn't think right. that was going to happen. But we all know, I mean, South Lake Dragon Stadium is huge. I mean, they yeah. you've had professional soccer teams have their seasons there. So, yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. But Texas, everything's bigger in Texas, right? Everything's bigger in Texas. <laughs> that's right. Uh, so, but I was so it's funny. I was talking to uh, Chris Brogan uh, earlier today. We went live yeah. and um you know, we were, he, he's got a kid the same age and we literally, uh, the, the kids in this grade were all born into nine 11. Oh, wow. Right? And yeah. they're all graduating during COVID. So that's a, a really strange time for them. And it's a really going to be an interesting class to watch. Yeah. No kidding. So a lot of things that we haven't had to deal with and, you know, almost feels like a half year uh, yeah. or a semester that they're going to not have been able to experience. So I'm glad it's really good to see a lot of people, the way that they have, uh, you know, done things to help some of those kids and, and different things like that. So, but mm -hmm. cool. Well, so what's coming up? Uh, we got talent net coming up, right? We do. We have talent net coming up. So I just noticed I haven't changed the, uh, the banner on uh, the talent net Facebook page to update the date. But July 17th, cool. we're, we're going to have a virtual event mm -hmm. um, on the Hop-In platform. And I don't know if you've seen that, but it's really I'm cool. I'm a so, big, big, big fan of that. That's my favorite. You know, yeah. Are we okay to talk about that for just a couple seconds? Yeah, absolutely. So here's what I love about Hop-In. You know, I think the, the biggest thing that everybody's doing and, you know, we'll probably, you know, whatever, you, however we want to talk about, whatever we talk about today, you know me, I'm like, we'll go all over the place. Oh, yeah. But, I think really everybody now with, uh, you know, 
kind of sheltering in place kind of thing mm -hmm. is events and the platforms. And I think the platform that you use is absolutely uh, is going to it, it helps with just the, the feel. And I know what you're going to be using for TalentNet with Hopin. Yep. I saw it, had the opportunity to be a part of it, and there's a feature in there which I hope you you can turn off or you can turn on. I hope you use it, mm -hmm. which is that that meet the one on one meetings that you can yeah. have for networking. Mm -hmm. So for anybody that's uh, you know, I'll give you a little commercial here. I mean, you'll probably talk about it here in a second, but for anybody that hasn't used Hopin, I'm a big, big, big fan of it. And the way it works is that you have imagined Zoom, except you've got experiential rooms. You know, the first one is the big speaker room where everybody can chat and you can, everybody's on mute and obviously no cameras because be really distracting. Right. You've got the one person that you're seeing and watching for the event. Or and panel. Second, yeah. What's that? Or or panel. Or panel. Yeah, thank right. you. That's perfect. Yeah, because you can do whatever you, uh, the cool thing is knowing the back end of it, you've got a stage and you've got a backstage and you can keep people back and you can move them up to the front. So it's really, really cool from an administration standpoint. Uh, but the second thing is, is the other is you can have breakout rooms. And so mm -hmm. you can have moderated breakout rooms. So people then can go to the topic of their choice. And then from there, they can do the one-on-one -on -one meetup, which is my favorite piece, which is almost like, a, it's a weird kind of, you don't know who you're going to be able to talk to. Like it's like chat roulette. Yep. Yeah, it is. It's like chat roulette. But mm -hmm. the cool thing I like about, and you get to set the, the time of how long the conversation is, right? Mm -hmm. Five minutes, two minutes, whatever. And I actually prefer the two minute because yeah keeps the things going. But the last thing, and this is probably what you will like, is it's got an exhibitor or a vendor area, which That's you'll right. probably have on, which is good. Good to hear. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I participated in the uh, recruiting automation conference. I did too. I, I thought That's it was I really, really cool. And they yeah. had a room that was just puppies. Right? Yeah. And they had a room uh, for, you know, other like sort of interesting distractions where you could go take a break. It was like a relaxation, relaxation yeah. room. You could go in it. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll have all those uh, things as well. In fact, we'll even also have a magician as entertainment. So nice. a friend of mine here in Southlake is a live uh, close-up magician and uh, is is amazing. He's trained with David Blaine and uh, his name's Jim Monroe. And shout out to Jim if you're watching. By the way, you're going to be part of this event. Yeah, love it. I'll take a peek at, uh, at some of his stuff. So Yes, cool. and I, I expect that you'll also be part of this event, Jim. And there will be a few of us uh, in a studio if we're allowed to by this point. Um, together, sort of safely distance apart, but on camera, moderating and hosting the whole time, which I think is going to be really great. Uh, also, this just in, um, I think we're going to have one of the uh, breakout rooms the entire time uh, dedicated to diversity, inclusion, belonging, and equality uh, for the entire four hours. And I think that room is going to be hosted and moderated by Matt Charney, which is going to be fun and interesting for sure. Oh, wow. Yeah, that'll be that, that's it. That'll be interesting. That'll be it, will, it will be very interesting. Yes. Sure. Uh, and fun. yeah. And so a lot of our, um, you know, close friends in the community are yeah. going to uh, be participating in this. You can see a lot of the faces and names uh, at talentnetlive.com and also get very inexpensive tickets. Um, if you would prefer to donate some of your time to helping a job seeker with their resume or LinkedIn profile, uh, you can message me directly and I will set that up in exchange for a ticket price. So there you go. Good. Yeah, a little cool. giving back. 
we've had mm -hmm. some talent net history, right? So I think that uh, going back to the very first one. Let's talk about that. What's yeah. that? Let's talk about that. You want to? Sure. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I mean, you had, you had your talent net. Talent net actually started, if I recall, as a Twitter. Was it a chat? It, it was the first ever Twitter chat. Yeah. And we met uh, once a week. And we all had our drinks of choice. It started at 8 p.m. in the evening and went right. for two hours. Yeah. And people from all over the world would join us to talk about, uh, is social media good for recruiting, among other things? Yeah. And uh, Jerry from the uh, Recruiting Animal Show would play a uh, Pandora playlist and share the link so we could yeah. all listen to tunes, the same tunes, while we were Twittering away. And, uh, and that became a, uh, a podcast as well. Uh, that was uh, for a long time produced by Matt Charney uh, and Crystal Miller. Um, and Mary Anthony Verver was also yeah. a part of that. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and at one point we were talking, we were having a, a Twitter chat about the fact that nobody can afford to go to an expensive conference on the coast at that point. This is 2008, sure. uh, I believe. And nobody had budget for a, a, yeah. Yeah, a SHRM or an HR tech. Right. And, yeah. And so in uh, we got together and somebody said, hey, you've got all this talent right there in Dallas. Why don't we just do our own like live event and, and make it affordable? And and that's what we did. You and I and Brandon Barber and some other people got together and yeah. formed a committee. Uh, Chris Hoyt was on the committee. There was a bunch sure. of people. Yeah, yeah. Um, we formed a committee and we decided, you know, how we were going to do it, how we were going to approach it. We were very um practical and project management oriented about it. Sure. Uh, we had meetings and we planned a conference and it was, I mean, we're like, we don't know how many people are going to show up, but yeah. a ton yeah. of people showed up. It was amazing. Yeah. Well, it was kind of cool. I mean, it, it I think you selected a, 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 a good committee because it just had, just had some, you just had some people who may have had a venue that could be there donated or whatever at the time, right? So we had the first one back when I was with PepsiCo before I started my own company. Um, we had the first one there and I mean, it was amazing. You know, right. so it, was, uh, it was great to watch it grow uh, and just to, to watch and see how much the, the Dallas uh, community, the sourcing community really came together. And this became kind of that go-to event that everyone would, you know, I, I, I think I'm even on an interview somewhere with you that, you know, I, I go to talent net to learn, you know, it's kind mm -hmm. of because it's so many, so many great, uh, so many smart mind, you know, minds and, and people that you go, you go to learn, you present at other conferences, but a lot of times you go to the talent net to, to learn because yeah. it's all to share. It's, it's kind of the conference where we all want to show off our coolest new things to our peers. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 exactly. And so, you know, it's not just regurgitated content. It's stuff that we really um, uh, make an effort to bring our smartest tricks and 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 cool ideas to try out in front of, you know, the smartest folks we know. So TalentNet is a place where you walk out of there with uh, pages and pages of notes of things that you can start doing the next day, which I really think is cool. Also, we bring people from the audience who we think are really, you know, good contributors 
up on stage the next year. Like uh, that's yeah. how I find new voices all the time. People yeah. come to talent net and show an interest and are really dialed in. You know, you may get selected to be in the next show, which is great. Yeah, which is always always really cool. So, so in that in that first event, it was uh, September first, or was it September eleventh? It was. Oh wow! It was September September first. September. Or it was we did the next year was September 11th. I can't remember. Yeah, but we yeah. we did um, we gave we gave money to it was a donation. Yeah, we gave a donation to um, uh, veterans and to the 9/11 Foundation. Yeah. Um, for uh, you know, in in celebration and remembrance of uh, that yeah. tragic event, right? right. And, and you know, this was always near and dear to me because my son was born on nine one no nine eleven oh one uh, oh wow no nine one oh one so oh, okay. it was nine eleven when the conference was he was born on nine one oh one and i was still home uh on paternity leave uh when nine eleven happened and so i remember everything playing out and i with a newborn it was uh wow. it was kind of crazy yeah so that always uh is gonna we need to do a shout out to a couple of people who've uh, chimed in oh, here. So I've, been, got, I've been watching the stream. So. We've got uh, Mark Mapes, Rachel Duran, David Aramio. Hi, guys. Great to see you. Thanks hey, for being here. Yeah. Just some folks in the crowd, right? Yeah. So. This is, Yeah, this is fun. Um, so that year, that first year, um, we it was, it was pretty amazing because one of the people who had been a big part of the Twitter chat uh, was Bill Borman. So he'd be yeah. up from like 1 a.m., to uh, 3 a.m. his time, uh, chiming into the Twitter yeah. chat, and we asked him to come over and do, uh, you know, he did a, the closing, the closing, keynote, the closing. Right? Yeah, and it was his first big keynote no presentation. Hat, no no hat, full suit, <laughs> full suit. I remember as yeah. well. Yeah, you did great. It was yeah, fun. and so he did that, and our our event was not. Uh, it was kind of unconferency, and the fact that it was very conversational. Yeah. Right. It wasn't just presentations. It was very interactive. And so he went to that and then he went to um, Recruit Fest uh, in Toronto, I think. Uh, and and from those two things, he went home and built the Recruiting Unconference, the True Conferences True. Uh, yeah. that very uh, that very same year. So uh, he and I both celebrated 10 years of doing conferences uh, in December of last year, which is really cool. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Um, so let me see, you've got uh, a really interesting, uh, business that, uh, I think, you know, you, you're, you're one of my, uh, models for how to pivot into yeah. a new role because you've basically become the CRM expert and you've taken, you know, uh, Avature, one of your favorite CRMs and made that one of your specialties and they sort of employ you as the guy to help do, uh, you know, customer installations and setup. So tell me about that and tell me how you, you know, got into that, what yeah. started it and and how that pivot went. Yeah, no worries. Uh, now the word employ a little bit different than that. I don't take a, you know, no dollars or anything that I get from, from them, but right. uh, yeah, it's, it's one of those where I started at PepsiCo. I did an implementation. I, you know, I, Real quick for people that don't know my background, 17 years at PepsiCo, stood up the uh, the sourcing team there, implemented all the IT, did a number of the ATS implementations while I was there. 
Uh, so kind of uh, would go to various conferences like the Aventure User Conference. And I was uh, uh, one of the guys that would basically be, you know, I, I became the MC of the Power User Track. So kind of the right. voice of the customers. And a lot of people were saying, hey, what you did at PepsiCo and the way that you did some of those things, uh, you know, how did you do it or what can we do? And I just found that there was a real appetite for um, that kind of way I would I would take the tool and just basic some CRM concepts out there and kind of make the tool do some new things coming from a sourcing background myself and being an ex-agency recruiter. Uh, so had the opportunity to start my own company, which uh, in hindsight, wish I would have done a long time ago, given how much fun I'm having. And, it, you know, it's been really successful. Got a great group of clients and people that I've been able to help out. Um, you know, but I, it's one where it just kind of all fell into place. Uh, it turned out I get to do something which I love, which is working with systems and helping mm -hmm. teams and uh, helping with them training, but also configuring and, and making, inventing, using a platform or various platforms and inventing something that will help them, you know, I don't want to say in the war for talent, but help them with the recruiting processes and everything else. So it's been yeah, starting recruiting advisors, you know, my, my company has been just really cool. So mm -hmm. have a lot of fun. So, yeah. But you, well, and you've got to see, and thank you as being one of the people that I actually, when I was launching, that I reached out to and I said, hey, you know, uh, give me some advice on on some things, how I might want to position, et cetera. So I, I, I want to say thank you as as somebody for that one. And absolutely, you and I have these conversations on a regular basis anyway, right? Like, what should we be doing now? What should we be thinking yeah. about? Except and it's not at noon and we usually have something in our hand, right? That's true. It's a little... <laughs> yeah. Uh, is it Friday? Gosh. Yeah, it's it is be, Friday. It's going to be cocktail time at some point soon. Exactly. But we usually do have these conversations like this, yeah. Th that's right. Well, so, but uh, I, had a, I had an interesting conversation uh, earlier this week. Um, actually, I think it was on the Who You Know show last week. Uh, anyway, it was the some advice that I give job seekers is if you are trying to pivot into a new kind of role, uh, envision your career as you know standing on the edge of a pond. If you want to get over here, it's very difficult to jump across the pond, but yeah. you can go sideways around the pond, right, and pivot into the vendors and the customers and the companies that did business with you in your old role and yeah. appreciate what you did there. And so, you know, you're making your way over here and you may end up, you know, doing something, you know, even slightly different later on, but you're, you're doing that, that transitional around the pond versus trying to jump across, which I think is really smart. Yeah. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. I was having a conversation just yesterday actually with, uh, with, uh, are you, are you familiar with Nikeo? Uh, yeah. So I was talking to him uh, from time to time, having conversations with him, love him, love his attitude, everything that he's doing in the recruiting industry. And we were just talking, he works for Batman, uh, yeah. and is just really a, a great up and comer. Mm -hmm. And he was reaching out and was like, hey, what are some things that I can do, work on, not for me, but just in like, you know, as a mentor, something kind of thing. And I said, you know, one of the things and exactly what you're talking about here I said, one of the things that I found that's helped me in my career and even with my business is kind of assuming that that agile concept, the Deming, if you ever studied Deming model, mm -hmm. uh, adopt, adapt, adapt. You know, you, you take 
an idea, you adopt it, you adapt it as your own and then become a more adept at it. And you also have to pivot a lot. And I said, man, I've reinvented myself within my career four, five, six times. I started as a agency recruiter, corporate recruiter. Then I was like global process and tools lead for PepsiCo sourcing. Right. You know, it's like, it, so always be trying to learn new things and invent and be, be innovative. And I said, you know, and I was telling them and exactly what you were talking about, about going around and sometimes the way you pivot, it's about learning, innovating, and then running with the idea and right. making it reality. So yeah, sometimes, sometimes it's just things fall into your lap too. And it's like, how do I make this happen? So, right. Yeah. Well, and you know, so I always tell everyone, start your LLC early and often, Absolutely. right? I mean, yeah. always have your consulting business running in the background. So you never have a gap in your resume if you get laid off or if you're between employers or if you decide to take time off, whatever. You can always fall back on that consulting work if you've got expertise that people you know, want. And I think, you know, most people do. But name it something innocuous enough that you can make all the pivots you want within it. Exactly. And, and that's where I had, you know, I had some crazy and your point was well taken because I came up with some crazy initial converse, you know, some ideas of what I should call it. Um, and what's even more interesting is when I came up with recruiting advisors, which is what I wanted, the URL was actually uh, not available. And so I had to go out and actually procure that and make sure that I got it. So yeah, it, what you're talking about is absolutely true. Make it broad enough that you can pivot because like, for instance, right now with recruiting advisors, what if I pivot in different directions? If I would have just said this or this or this, you find that where the market goes, like let's say that right now I wanted to get, not, not that I am, but if I wanted to get into the events planning market, which is super hot right now, right. you know, having it under the umbrella of recruiting advisors, I could do that if I wanted, but Absolutely. not planning on it, but you know. You know, it's funny. Um, I'm actually having people kind of come out of the woodwork to ask me to help them plan and produce online events. Yeah. And so, you know, okay, having- Okay, maybe I talk about that then and, and, and do that, right? Yeah. So I'm like, not planning on it, but <laughs> so, yeah. sounds like there's definitely a demand for it, right? Well, there is. And so, you know, having TalentNet Media as my consulting business all the time yeah. and having TalentNet Events as my events business, I mean, there's there's all these ways I can pivot because I do a lot of different things, right? I mean, I help, I help companies with employer brand strategy. I help employer brand vendors with uh, customer stories and um, case studies and things like that. Yeah. Uh, and I train sales teams and recruiting teams on personal brand and I help job seekers with uh, LinkedIn optimization and, and executive coaching. And, you yeah. know, I do all this different stuff, but it's under a thing that's innocuous enough talent net that uh, it, it can be broad. So yeah. I, I, I feel your I feel your uh, your your genius in uh, naming. <laughs> it's always like, you know, opportunity. I, I think if you really, really, really think about it, the people that are successful in a long-term career in talent acquisition and recruiting and HR are people that constantly have to innovate. They mm -hmm. almost have to be entrepreneurs. And, you know, there's a little known thing that, um, you know, not, I actually was very entrepreneurial from even in college, I had my own company and, you know, one 
collegiate entrepreneur of the year. I don't talk about that much, but you know, it's always one of those things. And when you go inside of a company, if you can be entrepreneurial, all of your stuff is going within the company and you're constantly almost running a small business with that within the company's benefiting. You aren't as much, right. but your brand is. So, but then when you go off and hopefully if you ever go off on your own, it's just kind of like this tidal wave that comes with you, which is great. So I was so, say. Yeah. And, and speaking of being entrepreneurial, you're doing a lot of things, right? I mean, you are, oh, yeah. you've helped uh, SourceCon Dallas DFW, uh, yeah. to, be, to become SourceCon DFW to become a real thing. And uh, now ATAP and oh, yeah. DFW TRN. Uh, yeah. So you're, you're constantly in the mix here. So talk about some of these other uh, ventures that you are and have been associated. Sure. With. Yeah, yeah. I uh, actually started with DFW uh, TRN, Texas Recruiters Network. Uh, you know, always been involved with that as a kind of a local um, organization. And then when uh, with SourceCon, as we were building and getting it a little bit larger, started breaking out into having small little local communities. And that's where, uh, you know, kind of springboarding off of my connections through the DFW TRN and also being a SourceCon grandmaster, knowing the kind of SourceCon community, launching and helping to build the, the SourceCon uh, DFW community. So we have meetups. And if you're not a member of the SourceCon DFW chapter, by all means, join that. Um, and then, yeah, I was just, uh, I, my first meeting is actually on Monday for ATAP. I was just elected to the board of that. So I'm really excited to, to be able to help with, with that and being a, being a larger member of like the, the, the larger community for uh, outside of specifically to Dallas uh, for that. So yeah, thanks for, thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, mm -hmm. so just a couple of things going on right now, you know? Yeah, just one or two. Yeah. So how are you uh, working with customers now virtually? How's that going? And, um, you know, what's, are things picking up? What's, what's, what's going on? Uh, obviously things have, uh, things have stayed right about like this projects that I've been working on that were, had end dates, those end dates where normally I would be renewed for, you know, like another, another uh, contract, another other things. Those are kind of shut down. But uh, for healthcare customers, that's been really, really big for me right now. So I've had a big book of business from healthcare. So uh, all of that has, well, uh, you know, it's basically been uh, untouched. So I do a lot with, with that. The way I work with customers is a lot of times it'll be based on they'll want to do something. It'll come to me with... Uh, you know, they'll hear about me a lot of times it's just because and I don't do a lot with marketing. Uh, a lot of it's by word of mouth. People just kind of seek me out, find me. I don't know how, whatever. I don't care, but they usually are referred. Um, and it's because they've said to someone, I'm looking for a way to do this or I'm looking for a way to do that. And so I tend to know the back end technology and have the ability of building. Uh, I have a unique set of skills. I don't know what, how you say that, you know, like uh, Liam Neeson from Taken or whatever like that, but uh, to where not only can I come up with the concept, but actually I can build it and be kind of, because I'm a sourcer by trade, I have the technology background kind of consultant. I can just come in and I can almost be the business analyst that's hearing what they need. I can take what they need and understand it and then actually build the beta prototype, test it, and then actually deliver it, which, and 
the stuff that I'm typically doing are not available today because I'm building it from scratch. It's not, it's usually never been done. It's something that's a, a new concept or whatever, but it's usually, usually using a platform that is available um, out there. So mm -hmm. take for instance, like the Aperture system, uh, which is a, a CRM favorite of mine that um, drip campaigns right. where uh, for one of my healthcare customers up in Seattle uh, just did, you know, a six month, you know, six month basic drip campaign using the tool with, you know, crazy capabilities that is uh, it's, it's some of that's been done, but not the way that they the customer was needing it, wanting it, whatever. So, you know, right. and, been doing some things like Ernst and Young, uh, uh, you know, one of my uh, one of my past customers needed something for a unique network that they had, and I was able to leverage some technology to help them come up with an idea of building a kind of a, a gated we call it gated community, but a kind of a, a password protected community to where could invite only and have conversations amongst uh, these. Uh, you know, members of a network and then be able to have if opportunities become available, you know, share opportunities. And, you know, so next step with that is to hopefully be able to have some sort of community feel instead of it being more one way, two way, but more mm -hmm. community. And that's where I'm going. So interesting that you say that because I've had these thoughts uh, that if you have a talent community um, yeah. and you know, most employers at this point have have either thought about it or have done it and and built this. But all they're really doing is building a list that you can do drip campaigns to. But it's and not through a megaphone, right? Adam? Yeah, yeah. You it's know? not it's not much of a community, right? Yeah, exactly. It's one way. But what if you had events for those people in your community, right? And exactly. now that we've got these great platforms, why not have regular events for the community, right? Yeah. And so I think, and and not just webinars. I mean, events where people are talking to each other. Exactly. Um, and I, I, I feel like that this is a great opportunity and a great time in the world for something like that. Yeah, and that's not to tip the hand too much. And I already have talked a little bit about what I'm doing, but that is what I'm building right now. Um, so Alan Fleur wants to know what, what platform you use for that. For which one? Uh, uh, well, I guess, Alan, I'll explain both. Uh, for the drip campaigns, uh, that both of those were Aperture. So the drip campaign is Aperture and the, the pipeline slash network is Aperture as well. So cool. Uh, all right. So um, in along those lines, um, is there uh, and, you know, you're a sourcer, right? That's 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 your deal. You're, you're good with the drip campaigns. You're good with the CRMs, but you like sourcing tools and you're a several times SourceCon Grandmaster. Uh, do you have a, a, a sourcing tool that you are really liking right now that helps you sort of source customers do business development, things like that? Uh, interesting. You know, for business development um, and sourcing, et cetera, it, it's the one tool that I'm, I'm really loving right now. And, mm. and it's not for business development, but the, the tool that I'm really loving right now is Zap Info. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that may, it may not be the answer that you're looking for, but, um, and I'll, I'll come back to that. 
uh, Zap Info. Really, really like that platform. I like the what it does, and I like what it enables for a lot of people in our space. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it gives the enrichment capabilities that people are looking for, because what happens is when people come into systems, you know, how do you make it to where their data from, say, LinkedIn or the data that's in the ATS or the data that's in your CRM, how do you get it refreshed? Step info unlocks a lot of that. And also on the way in, it can enrich the data by finding email addresses, blah, blah, blah. So, oh, yeah. you know, so many people use LinkedIn and, you know, so, uh, yeah, so- that, that's my, my fave. And then if you want me to answer your other question here after you chime in here in a second, but yeah, yeah I can go there too. But what- well, so something I found uh, fascinating about Zap Info, I'm participating or speaking in all of these online events, right? Uh-huh. And you can zap the events. So when we were on that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were on that hop-in conference, I zapped a full list of all the participants and Zap Info went out and found all of their LinkedIn pages and, you know, lots more. So <laughs> just a little hot tip there. It might not be... Uh, as kosher as it should be, but I think it's well, uh, perfectly legit. Given what we're talking about with events as well, mm-hmm. maybe <laughs> that might be an excellent tip as, you know, on a go forward basis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I do a lot with uh, with CRMs and yeah. obviously that, I, you know, I talk a lot about Aperture. I'm the Aperture, you know, I, I just tend to play in that space a lot because I've been using it for six, seven years, et cetera. But there are certain situations, especially with whether it be smaller companies or they don't want to use Aperture. I mean, I've, I've had, you know, it can't be the solution for everyone. There, there is another tool that's out there that I am absolutely impressed with that is an end-to-end. And, um, you know, that is Loxo. I'm a big fan of Loxo because yeah. um, they real, they've got an end-to-end CRM and you know it has other pieces in it as well but they now have this piece within which is loxo source which i am a big 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 fan of that because it allows you to have the equivalent of almost like a linkedin recruiter in the platform mm-hmm. you can't export which i think is, you, know, you can you can but i mean it's it's like not made to export so you take their information and then you can use it within the system right uh, but man they have like half a billion people in the, in this system. And like right now, the reason that I'm only reason I'm really kind of talking about it is that you can go online and get it for free, you know, yeah. like you go in, log in, test it out for free and be able to see some of this stuff. So I'm just like, dang, it's, it's good. So tell people where they can find that. How's it spelled? All that stuff. L O X O dot C O I think is what it is. I think that's right. Yeah. yeah. So I, uh, yeah. Cause I, I think I did, I owe one time and that's not, not the right one, but I yeah. I think it's SEO, uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I talk about that just because, you know, I, I try to, uh, I try to obviously know a number of the tools that are out there. You know how it goes, man. You've been in this business for so long. You yeah. have your, you have your preferred tools. You have your ones, you know, or the, the ones that are, you know, growing, emerging, all the other stuff. And you just kind of know what the tools are. So, and I, I, you know, but I, I was, I will say I was at the Aperture User Online Conference the other day, and holy mackerel, I got a peek under the tent of what's coming down the pike, and then mm-hmm. within the next six months, I was, my head exploded. I mean, uh-huh. so imagine me being this guy and just going, oh 
wow, what's on the what's on the horizon? I, I it's like it's like seeing that seeing all the new features that are coming up on the the Ferrari that you know is like you're like what you know so yeah that's fun. I love seeing that stuff. I'm a big fan. Um, so I would say that that's a good note to end on. Yeah. Um, but I think we've got a couple other things to talk about. Okay. And I'll, and I'll tell you why. Why? Uh, this is the time where we play, let's get to know Jim. So oh, no. Jim, how's the family? What hobbies are you doing? What's happening with you? <laughs> you mean we need to talk about things that are not business? At that's all? right. Uh, let's see. Uh, so, uh, family is good. My wife works at PepsiCo. She mm -hmm. is, uh, you know, category manager for, uh, in the food service side has Cisco as her customer, you know, probably more than she'd want me to talk about right now on a, you know, thing that's going on across the world. Uh, son and daughter both play the, the bass and they're doing double bass lessons in the, in the house with, you know, wow. with all that fun stuff. Uh, yeah. So, you know, personal wise, things are good. Um, you know, trying to give back whenever I can, you know, to, you know, to friends, uh, and different things. I'm a member of a number of different organizations outside of, uh, you know, I, I try to be with professionally, but with, uh, you know, a lot of people don't know I'm a member of the, the Masons. So I'm a member of the Frisco Masons and, uh, little, you know, Knights Templar, all that other stuff that a lot of people don't know about, but, uh, yeah, it, and if anybody is interested in doing something, I will say this, this is something that I just did and it's still out there, um, is uh, a friend of mine, his house got struck by lightning the other day, uh, just like within the last 72 hours. And I put together a GoFundMe page for him and his family to help. It's out there as uh, GoFundMe dot, uh, uh, GoFundMe.com slash F slash Williams Family Frisco. So um, we're accepting donations for, for the family, trying to help them out. So when you say, what am I doing? You know, I'm definitely uh, doing a lot that, you know, work and all that other fun stuff. How about you, man? So you guys yeah. only have one, you don't, you don't put the kids' names out there, right? It's only one, two, and three, right? Well, so uh, number one, I've started putting his name out there because he turned 18 and now he can fend for himself. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron Flores says hi. Hi, Aaron Flores. There you uh, go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, his name is Chase for the record. Uh, but really? You didn't yeah. know his name. Okay. That's right. But numbers two and three, son, they're still anonymous. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's the deal. Um, but uh, we've been having, uh, you know, we've been enjoying this for the, you know, to the extent that you can uh, yeah. being together. And, you know, we, we uh, hosted our uh, little four-year-old nephew for the weekend a couple of weeks ago and uh my kids just had a blast with him a lot of swimming a lot of puzzles you know all that yeah. sort of thing um but um we you know we moved to a new house at the end of march yeah. Yeah, and right. uh and that was kind of a crazy thing to do in the middle of a global pandemic where you're supposed to be on lockdown to have people come right. move move all your stuff but right. uh we've had a we've had a really good time setting this place up and getting to know our neighbors and um, just, uh, you know, no better time in the world, I would think, to uh, be able to do something like that. Although, uh, you know, I wish the circumstances in the world were different. Yeah. Uh, but that all that being said, uh, life's pretty good here. And, you know, we're, we're, it's back to masks today, Jim. So here yeah. we are in Texas. I know it, it's about to be mandatory for, that's right. For everybody. So, 
you know, it, it's, it's, I don't know if this is going to be recorded or captured or whatever, but, you know, it's almost like a weird time capsule about what's been going on in our lives. And, you know, to maybe look back in this in like 10 years or, you know, something and just be like, this is what was going on in our world at the time, you know, how we're having to think about, you know, crazy stuff like disinfecting our groceries on the way into the house, you know, and stuff like that. So, but yeah. And also, will we be live in person at Toyota on November 20th for TalentNet Dallas? Yeah, very true. That's another thing to be thinking about as well. So we just don't know yet. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and roll with, roll with what you can do. And as we were talking about pivoting mm -hmm. uh, way early in this conversation, yeah. <laughs> I started babbling about whatever I was babbling about. Um, yeah, it, it's pivoting with what we have to pivot with, you know? So. I think I will probably end up uh, using Hopin or something like it to broadcast TalentNet from here on out, even if we are live in, yeah. you know, in a room together. Um, I, would. I would because it's a platform that allows you to do tickets. You know, mm -hmm. I, I think you've seen it as well on the back end that you can do tickets. Uh, and the ease of being able to, to use it and just interface in, you know, you can use a video platform like this one and you can mm -hmm. plug it in. I love the backstage piece. That's, it, you have to have that, you know? Yeah. So, but yeah, I, you know, I, I would definitely say that the, that the, the future state of events is, is definitely different. And I think that we're seeing with, with zoom and other things, the disruption that's occurring in our industry with, everything being more uh, that every, it is okay for us to be able to be sitting at our house and mm -hmm. not going out. But right. we are social animals from like, like recruiters. So being caged up inside, I mean, I can just imagine, you know, like our first events, it's going to be, you know, where we're all, uh, it'll be like, how you doing? How you doing? I haven't seen you in a while, you know? And so, yeah, that'll be uh, interesting as well. So. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, and hopefully we'll get to do that sooner rather than later. We shall see. November, right? Well, hopefully. Right? November 20th, hopefully. But if you want to join Jim and I sooner than that, July 17th, virtual TalentNet event for TalentNet Austin. Uh, we'll be there from 1 to four, one to 5 uh, on that day, and you can find more about it at TalentNetLive.com. Jim Schneider, thank you. As always, it's been wonderful. My pleasure. All right, and thanks for everybody that tuned in and watched this. So yeah, thanks, right, Greg. Well, always great catching up with you, man. All right, see you soon. Thank you for listening to Inside Talent. Learn more about the future of talent today at InsideTalent.org, where you can sign up for regular updates and you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. 